this continues to run this event oh, yeah. every year. Uh, how do you feel about it another year in the books? Oh, I feel great, especially 28 years running. Uh, you know, you have a lot of golf outings that come and go, but the one thing about our golf outing is that, you know, we've been here longevity, you know, 30 years, almost 30 years now. And, uh, you know, it's just a testament to the, to the hard work of the staff. You know, what I did, that was a long time ago. You know, that was almost 26 years ago about me donating the money for the home and everything. But, you know, that's why you have to give all the credit to the staff, you know, that, that keeps this thing going year after year. You know, I, I come down once a year to, to lend my support. And, you know, that's a microcosm of what they do. So, actually, they're the ones that, that deserve all the credit. Well, you're joining the big three, yep. playing for Clyde Drexler. Yep. Uh, is it the same as old days, just with, what, more Advil, or uh, yeah. <laughs> how does it feel? Well, you know, it's, it's really it's highly competitive. A lot of people don't know how you got to be in great condition to play three-on-three -three basketball, you know, because it actually is a lot faster paced than, than full-court basketball because you're trying to get the basketball out and, and, and back beyond the three-point line when somebody misses the shot and then you're trying to score as quickly as possible and it's a lot more physical as well because you're, you're in a half-court setting you know there's really nowhere to run also you, you, you test out a guy's skill level when you're in half court because you know sometimes in, in full-court basketball you can hide your skill level because you're running up and down the court but you know you're, you're in a box in, in half court so if the guys with low skill level they're really not gonna make it in the big three and also the guys that are not in condition How's your four-point shooting skills? Uh, not very good. I don't. I don't anticipate me shooting very many four-point shots. You know, only time I'll step out to that uh, range is when I'm really, really hot. You know, uh, but you know, three-point and then I'm 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 pretty good. <laughs> Saw the video you posted on Twitter this morning. Got yeah. the workout in. Yeah. How did you get ready for a big three? I mean, well, you know, I, I actually when I went to the combine, it's an interesting story. Uh, I thought that I thought that I dominated you know, uh, all the guys that I played against. But unfortunately, I wasn't drafted. Uh, and, you know, that that happened. But I, I believe that one of the reasons is because I'm 49 years old, you know, and they saw the 49. You know, yeah, they saw me play and everything, but they were afraid of the 49 that they saw. But, you know, I was playing. I was actually training Friday at the boxing gym, which is how I really keep in condition. Uh, and I got a call from Corey Maggetti, who, and he asked me to join Power. And I said, I was like, absolutely. You know, that's what I've been working for for the past uh, four, uh, two or three months. So, you know, I'm not going to say no. You know, so that, that's how it came about. And then Clyde Drexler called me and uh, welcomed me to the team and, you know, told me that they needed my veteran experience and needed a two-way player. So, you know, I, I fit the bill. So, you know, I'm going to go do my job. So now you played what, one season with Jerome? Uh, one in Chicago, yeah, yeah, one in Chicago. So yeah, I guess yeah, what's uh, what's Team Power? What's that, what's that strength then? Uh, you know, you know, you know, you know, the strength is them. They're sort of like me watching them play. They're sort of like the Golden State Warriors because all of those guys can shoot the the three. They also share the basketball. Uh, Jerome is the biggest guy on the team. I mean, and he's I mean, in, in NBA standards, he's not very big. I mean, he's a big human being, but for NBA, he's not very big. He's only about six, eight and a half and maybe 230 pounds but you know he does all the little things that, that you want uh, a, a, a guy to do you know rebound def defend get deflection steals he's not really a scorer you know that would be left up to Catino Mobley Deshaun Stevenson myself 
uh, Mucci Norris, and uh, Paul McPherson. So, you know, and I think that, that team power presents a lot of matchup problems for guys because we're all about 6'5", six, 6'6", six, six, the rest of the guys. And a lot of the other teams have bigs that have to come out and guard us, you know. And one of the things you have to do is you have to make those guys really tired by running around. And then when you get the basketball, you got to penetrate on them and then exploit the mismatch. That's exactly what we're going to try and do. So when this league was you know, maybe starting to come together, what mm -hmm. was the one thing that made you be like, I got to do this? Uh, being able to become a professional basketball player again, you know, and, and, and compete on a level, uh, uh, not an NBA level, but uh, a high level. And, uh, you know, one game a week, which is great. You can do that at, at this age uh, at a high level. If it was two or three games, I don't think uh, very many players could, could make it through that. But one game a week, uh, you get to travel. Uh, you know, the, the pay is pretty good, you know, for 10 weeks. And then the winning team, I don't know if you guys know this, gets 30% of the league revenue, you know, at the end of, of the 10 weeks. So you got, that's why you have guys playing so hard because who knows what that revenue share will be. You know, if the, if the league makes, and I don't know, what, you know, I'm just throwing numbers out there. I don't know if the league makes $100 million and you win it, you get to split $30 million between six guys. You know, so that's why guys are playing hard, you know. So, I mean, that's pretty uh, – five million dollars a piece for, for ten weeks. I mean, that, that's pretty good. <laughs> do you think there's a good business model for the league? Do you think yeah. it's sustainable? Yeah, I do, uh, especially if you have quality play and, and you get the players that people want to see. Um, you know, players that had followings when they, when they played. And that's the re main reason why Ice Cube started the league is because, you know, his favorite players would retire. And he was like, well, why can't they, those guys still play in, in, in some – form or fashion and that's why he developed the league you know and from the response the first three weeks yes I think that it can it can work I mean in Brooklyn they had 16,000 the first week then they had uh, 11 or 12,000 in Charlotte and I believe they had 13,000 last night in Tulsa so I mean it's a great model and uh, if, as long as it's quality basketball and it's marketed right yeah it, it can make it you got you stayed with basketball you know, being mm -hmm. an analyst just yes mm -hmm. How different is this where you're back on, or you're going to be back on the court just uh, to have that feeling? It'll be different, you know, because now I'm used to talking about it, you know, and sitting behind a desk, and, and now I'm stepping back on to, to really compete and, and compete at a high level. Like, you know, I've competed in charity games and in pickup games, but this is like going back to the NBA and playing for real, you know, and uh, it'll, be, it'll be different, you know, for the first couple, couple minutes, but then after – you know, I get my adrenaline flowing. It'll, it'll be just like old times. What do you have to do for your body? Uh, typically, they say the older you get, the longer recovery is and, mm -hmm. and all that kinds of things. Do you have to do anything especially carefully? Yeah, you do. You, you got to stretch a lot because as you get older, you get tighter and, and, and you have to stretch to, to, to recover. I mean, that's one of the big things that I do. You also have to, you have to eat right. You have to, you have to make sure you're hydrated. All these things that I didn't know when I was in my prime, I know now. I wish I had known them then, you know. But I think the one advantage that I, that I have over the rest of the guys is that I never left the gym. I, you know, I became a professional boxer, and, and, and you know, I've lived the, the boxing lifestyle. I've, I've, I've trained like a fighter, you know. Uh, so, like, all of my reflexes are still here, you know, and all of my endurance is still here. My reaction time is still here because of me getting out of the way of punches and throwing punches and things like that. So, I, you know, that's where I think that I have the advantage. So, back in, in town and in 
new new era for Illinois basketball with, with Brad Underwood. Just uh, yeah. what are you? What are your thoughts about the, the new My, direction? Well, you know, listen, I, I, was, I was very good friends with Coach Gross. You know, unfortunately, he wasn't able to get it done, you know, but for four years in a row, we didn't make the NCAA tournament. And, you know, when that happens, you just got to facts are facts, you know, and you, you have to go into another direction. Uh, but I, Coach Underwood has been successful at every program he, he, he's been at since uh, uh, before he came here. Uh, and it seems like he gets teams NCAA ready again. And uh, I like the his philosophy about his style of play he wants to shoot with seven seconds uh, gone off the shot clock that means he wants to play fast but he also wants to get after it on the defensive end so you know and most importantly he got the blessing of the AAU program up in Chicago which is the Chicago Fire meaning that he'll be able to get guys out of Chicago once again you know that's that's what's most important saw an article with Brad Stevens talking about the NBA kind of going to quote positionless basketball we have more ball handlers wings Mm -hmm. and big guys is that kind of what brad underwood is doing is is the college game going that way too i think it's going to have to i mean because that's that's the way the whole game is going you know and everything is sick is cyclical you know it may end up going back to the big man game again where you have patrick ewing and akeem olajuwon dominating again uh players like that but for right now you have the kevin durant's the LeBron James guys once played power forward, are handling the basketball, shooting threes and everything. And that's just the way it is now. I mean, you look at the guy, uh, uh, what's the kid's name out of Duke? Uh, uh, the guy drafted by the Celtics third. Uh, Tatum? Tatum. Yeah, yeah. Look at him. Look at his game. You know, how he handles the basketball, shoots threes. And guys his size weren't doing that years ago, you know, and, and but now they are. And so I think that that's what Coach Underwood has to – uh, incorporate in, in his system, you know, get guys like that that are that are big that can do everything. When you were playing in the NBA, I mean, there was several you know, other former Illini mm-hmm. in the league. Now, I mean, there's Darren, who'll probably you know, catch on somewhere, and yeah. Myers, and, uh-huh. and that's it. Just cause, that's it, yeah, yeah. So, I need to get back to heaven. Absolutely, 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 and, and and that's one of the things that's so important about uh, un- Coach Underwood getting a relationship started in Chicago once again. You know, you gotta have to have that pipeline started because if you don't, then those players are gonna continue to go to Duke, continue to go to Kansas, Michigan State, and continue to spurn the University of Illinois, where they once didn't do that. You know, we always got a visit from from all the top high school players, and that's and that's what we need to get back to. You know, so. Kennedy, be very generous of your time. In the fall, will you continue on with your role at Comcast? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to be at, Com- at Comcast, you know, for as long as they'll have me, you know. And, uh, you know, I, I really enjoy doing the Bulls games and, and analyzing the NBA. And, uh, you know, hey, hopefully I can go be, be Superman, do, get the MVP in the big three and go back to the NBA and play for the Bulls. They need, they need a little bit of veteran help right now. <laughs> <laughs> One more thing about your event. I saw in mm-hmm. the release that closing in on almost a million dollars raised just from the – yeah. Golf outing alone. Just what does that maybe mean to you? It, it, it mean it means a great deal because you know when you go to the home and you and you talk to the kids and and the, the young men. I don't call them boys anymore, you know, but the young men there, uh, you can see what a difference it makes. You know, like we went yesterday when we got when we got uh, into town and visited for for a little bit, and you know the difference that that it makes. The funding makes all of this happen. Gives them a safe environment. Uh, gives them the things that they need to 
to uh, be successful. And, you know, those kids have been through rough times, you know, and uh, they need to be the, in, in the type of environment Cunningham uh, provides in order to get better and then all to, to go on and live a, a fulfilled life. And, and that's what uh, the, the money raise does, you know, and, and that's why it makes me feel so good to be a part of it.